Welcome to Talk It Out Podcast. This is your girl, Gabby. And this is your girl, KT. And we want to thank you all for joining us. Before we get started, make sure you are locked into our social media pages. We have a Facebook, facebook.com slash Talk It Out Podcast. We have an Instagram at Talk It Out Podcast and a Twitter at Talk It Out underscore pod. And you can listen to our podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, pretty much wherever you can find a podcast. You can listen to us there. Thank you guys for all your support and your love. Thank you for thank you for listening because without you, there will be no Talk It Out podcast. So, um, as you can see, Joy is not here today. She was on a good little stretch. She went about three episodes. And she got sick. So she's not here today. But it's all good. She will be here next week, hopefully. We'll see. Um, yeah. So, KT, what are we talking about today? Uh so today we're gonna talk a little bit about uh women and we're gonna talk about do we feel like younger girls can really seduce older men and how we talk about um girls being quote unquote fast. In today's culture, we're going to talk a little bit about sexual assault as well, and just basically sexual violence, too. This topic came to me because last week I was scrolling through the Facebook feed, and one of my favorite Facebook pages, Kinfolk Collective, posted this article uh, granted, the article was done in 2011, but the study is still, like, heartbreaking. And, and the study pretty much is that um, it shows that 60% of black females are sexually abused before they turn 18. And hmm. so her her little um, comment on on the top of the video was... Of the next five black women you encounter, most likely three of them have been sexually abused as children. Kiss my tail about, quote, fast little girls. So what I wanted to talk about, and like KT was bringing up, can can girls seduce older men? I kind of want to talk a little bit about this whole narrative of fast tail girls. Which you kind of you mainly hear in the black community, like I say, they oh that girl fast. They usually say that about a girl that hangs around a lot of boys, and um, mm-hmm. sometimes out of no, they say it out of no nothing that she can control. Like maybe she's developing early, and she just and she just wearing some shorts. They think it's too short. Oh, she fast stuff like that. 
So I kind of want to talk about that and how that ties into uh, victim blaming and rape culture. And then I just want to get to the nitty gritty about sexual assault and how we address it. Not Not only as a black community, but as a society as a whole. Let me ask you, KT. Um... Maybe your your mom didn't use the word fast, but did your mom ever chastise you for being too maybe provocative or too flirty with guys or something like that? Okay, so uh, first of all, I was never flirty flirty with guys, uh-huh. and I was like super duper awkward. Period. So like, I never wore shorts. But if we would express interest in anyone, uh, whether it be a guy or basically anything, then, yeah, she would chastise us for it. I also remember her calling us a slut. Oh, no. Yeah, like if we wore, like, little bitty tiny, um, let's say we were wearing skirts, like, as I got, like, 14, like, we would put on a skirt, and then we'd have, like, a little tank top on or something with the little bitty spaghetti straps. Uh-huh. Then she'd always say something along the lines of, mm-hmm, trying to be a little slut, aren't you? Like, Ew. kind of joking me, but at the same time, it was, you know, that that made you and me as a child feel like, oh, you know, maybe I shouldn't wear these things because I don't want men to look at me a certain way. Right, and it it all it already puts in your mind that first of all, you gotta you have to not wear what you want to wear for fear of people thinking you're a certain way. Right, and then also people like I want to talk about also like when you would wear certain clothes older men or just boys or men in general might make remarks or something like that so as a girl growing up especially like in your adolescent years and you're developing and stuff it's very that's why a lot of girls become really self-conscious because it's like I'm developing in all these areas and it's it's giving me this unwanted attention from both the from both the female groups and the male groups because some of the the female groups might be like oh look at her she over there like this and that she like this and that and then the guys might be like oh she like this and that oh you know and and all you're doing is putting on some clothes but but it's starting this whole debate you can't even like live your life for fear of what people might say or getting unwanted glances or unwanted comments when you were in high school, didn't you wear skirts? Wasn't your uni- uniform like a skirt? Oh, yeah. We had to wear those gross skirts. And So, I got to, uh, regarding that, like, I feel like whenever I was in high school, uh, even me now as an adult at the job that I work at, and literally every place I've ever been as a woman, like, I can never wear a short skirt. Like, there's always some type of, like, rule that says you can't wear your skirt three inches yeah. above the knee. You know, you can't wear spaghetti straps. You can't, like, it's never any rules for the guys. It's always rules for the girls. They're yeah, with the, the dress code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that has to abide by abide by all of these different dress code rules and everything like that. Like, do you think that because we treat 
girls that way from the get-go, like at the very beginning, that that kind of plays into how we hypersexualize women as they get older. Oh, yes. Mo- most definitely. Most definitely. And, yeah, like, I'll go back. You were talking about that. Like, in my school, I went to the private school, so we had dress codes. Like, the most they said for the guys was, your hair can't be too long, which was, mm, why? And they can't, like, wear skirts and stuff. And for the girls, it was like, the, the color cannot be under this amount of inches from your neck. Your skirt cannot be this high from your knee. We couldn't wear, at one point, we couldn't even wear ankle socks because that was provocative. Like, and then finally they were like, this is dumb, y'all, for real. And um, especially, oh, especially when we could wear, quote unquote, no uniform. The criteria was crazy. You can't, if you're a girl, you can't wear a striped shirt with this amount of stripes. And it can't be the small stripes. It's got to be the big stripes. I guess because it would draw attention to your upper region. It was like craziness. It was craziness. And eventually the high school people, they voted that out. They were like, this is just too much. And some people just built a certain way. Like this one girl, she was just built a certain way where the skirts just look higher than what they were. It, it kind of is like you have to hide yourself for fear that, oh, these dudes are going to, they're going to be thinking about you. Oh, heaven forbid. Like, it's a hoot. So I was actually reading this article about how we should raise our sons like we raise our daughters. And it was something about Huffington Post. It wasn't a, It wasn't an actual article. It was like. Uh, the timeline of if we raised boys like we raised girls. So a lot of times when I'm at work and that subject comes up, because we have a lot of free time sometimes, uh, a lot of people are like, no, 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 no. You know, you can't raise boys like you raise yeah. girls. They're obviously two separate people and two separate things. Would Do you think that if you had a boy or if you had a girl, how would you raise them the same? Or how would you change the way you raise them, uh, you know, how opposed to how society tells you you should raise them? I mean, I definitely raise them the same. I mean, what different? That's what I was trying to ask you. Like, what really differently are you going to to teach your son that you would not teach your daughter or vice versa like besides biological things like how to pee and like puberty and stuff what else is it like because when it comes down to it you should just be teaching everybody how to be a decent human being because we you know we have the gender role so you're a woman so i'm gonna teach you how to be a lady i'm gonna show you how to cook and clean and we gotta show you how to walk and how to talk and how to dress and how to sit and how to and how to carry yourself like a lady. And oh, you a man. Okay, well we gotta we gotta show you how to play these sports and you gotta make sure, you know, you gotta make sure um you're being a leader and you're being strong and you gotta make sure you're a gentleman and this and you know, this and that. But I'm like, we can't teach them both the same thing. Like they could both be in the same class and like learn a lot from each other and stuff like that and I think that's also why now like when we become adults it's just like oh like the other other sex or the other gender is like a whole different species of a person because throughout our whole lives we've been taught two different things and we've never 
nobody's ever just like blatantly said it y'all are there's no real difference between y'all but like biology like there's no reason for it to be this big this big hoopla oh you're a boy oh you're a girl you gotta do this you're a boy you gotta do this so I think that's where the the disconnect comes and now you know we grow up and then it's like oh women are so hard to understand or men they're so this and they're so that but you know I think a lot of that has to do with just social engineering I agree like 100% I think a lot of times we you know what 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 difference would it make if we did raise our boys to only like the color blue and only be a prince you know uh we ra- right now we raise our boys to grow up to be firefighters and policemen and like all these different types of careers yeah but for little girls it's always i know you want to be a princess and things like that so right what if what what's going to be the difference if we did raise our little boys as hey i know you want to grow up and be a prince you can definitely do that and him wearing glitter and blue things instead of pink things and Uh that blue versus pink is a social construct anyway but yeah what if what if we did that? I don't think I don't think it would change the way people turn out. And I know a lot of people will say, well, um, actually, if we do that with our boys, they're all going to turn up to be, you know, a part of the LGBT group. <laughs> automatically. It, automatically. But it doesn't work like that. And um, so I, I think I think it would be good if we raised them exactly the same. I think it would be beneficial for, you know, society as a whole, because think about how we tell men, you know, you're not allowed to cry. You always have to be hard. Yeah. You have to be physical. You can't, you know, you always have to be active X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Like if we actually taught them that it's okay to be vulnerable and it's okay to, you know, express your feelings, then I, I think we would have, I think we would have better society and maybe it could help us, you know, deter away from uh the patriarchy oh yeah most definitely i agree and just one more thing on that yeah and it's but it's it's also you know i work with the children it's also crazy to see how this stuff is so ingrained in them already like if if a girl like they have like um the little play set where they have play clothes and they have it set up so it's like gendered. So all the quote unquote boys' clothes are over here, which are firefighter, doctor, policeman, detective, business guy, like all the cool stuff is in there. And then the other box is like the little the little Sunday hat and the little wedding dress and the little wedding thing. That's like all mm-hmm. the girls get. But it let let one of the boys go into that thing with the the uh the wedding dress or something like that one time the boy had put it on this other boy ran to me in tears and said that boy he has on a a wedding he has on a dress like a girl like he was literally upset i was like what's the problem what like what in the world but it's so ingrained it's it's crazy like let me give some some of the boys don't care but let me give some of the boys a pink a pink pencil oh no it's the end of the world their life has come to an end they can't believe it now they have officially turned into a girl so it's it's interesting it is uh, uh so i wanted to bring up also um regarding that how 
how we raise girls, uh, you know, based on how they look. So girls, they always have to be pretty and they have to be, you know, uh, flowery and they have to do this. Like, and it's gotta be elegant and it's always about looks and, and we base their worth on how they look. Um, so you know, I feel like children, they're always going to want attention. So in regards to can young girls seduce older men, I feel like that there's a lot of child abuse go- going on that, you know, girls don't really understand is child abuse. Yeah. Because they want attention and children want attention, period. Mm-hmm. And then we're basing their, you know, their self-worth on them being sexy or not. And so it's like, how do you really expect a child not to be sexually abused if we're raising them to, you know, uh, think that them being sexy is great and they always want attention? You know what I'm saying? Does yeah. that make sense? So so what age are we talking about? So I, it doesn't matter to me. You can be you can be 14. You can be three. You can be 17. To a, to a seduce, no, I'm talking about seducing a man. That all of them age ranges, any of them. Like, if you are underage, then you can, like, that has that's not you. I don't think, I don't think that has anything. Like, there's a lot of times that women feel like it's their fault and or they're taking pride in it that they're the ones that you know seduce these older men. But I think there's a bigger picture here that. You know, because we teach girls to base their self-worth on how sexy they are and because children always want attention, I don't think that we can blame a 17-year-old who doesn't have a developed brain or a 14-year-old who is 14 and doesn't have a developed brain. I don't I don't think that we can blame their sexual assault on them and say, yeah, she knew better. She was seducing that older man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, most definitely. I, because when it comes down to it, the man was the, was older. It's like a power right, dynamic he thing. Knew, he knew what, what was happening. Right. And didn't stop it. Right. It wasn't like she had some like she drug drug him and like assaulted him. No. He he knew what was going on. He knew the person was underage. He went out and did it. Just like those the women uh they they have sex with those um teenage boy students. It's exactly. it's the same dynamic. You knew what was up. You knew they were underage. You know that's illegal. You took your you took your power as a teacher to do wrong. I mean, it's there's nothing you can say about it. Even if the man, the boy, the teenage boy or the teenage girl wanted it, you are the adult. You have the authority, and it's your responsibility to say no and cut it off. Let's go to, back to this statistic about the sexual assault because some of these things may not have even been like I wanted to be with the man. Maybe it was just like full on rape or molestation. Can we just talk about like? women like we had this we had the debate with q we had the debate with q but i really think women black women mainly because that's what i am a lot of times our main oppressors are the people that are living in our own community and with this sexual assault thing huh 
I hate to I hate to interrupt you, but I do actually have statistics on that. Yeah, I had some. So, Go ahead. Uh, Okay, so uh, as far as child sexual abuse, one in four girls and one in six boys will be sexually abused before they turn 18 years old. Wow. 34%, 34% of people who are sexually abused as a child are sexually abused by their family members. Mm-hmm. As far as sexual violence in the U.S., one in five women are sexually abused and one in 71 men will be raped at some point in their lives. So the, while Q was bringing up, you know, it happens to men too. It doesn't happen as often. And I'm not, I'm not discrediting that it does happen to men because rape is rape, but it happens more often to women. So here's one more thing I want to add to it. So nearly one in 10 women has been raped by an intimate partner in her lifetime, including completed force penetration, attempted force penetration, or alcohol slash drug facilitated completed penetration. Approximately one in 45 men has been made to penetrate an intimate partner during his lifetime, uh, which both of them are, are rape as well. That That's just... That's crazy. 96% of people who sexually abuse children are male. And 76.8% of people who sexually abuse children are adults. So, oh my God. So only... Wow. Only 4% of people who sexually abuse children identify as a woman. And maybe less than that if they're also including people who identify as trans, which I don't know if that would even be on here. Why do you think that is? Why do you think the main the main uh, abusers or the main people that are doing the abusing are men? Why do you think that is? God, I don't even know. Uh, Give us a theory. Like how we raise them, maybe, maybe because we we tell them that it's okay. Like we don't ever teach them no means no. You know, um, we always tell our girls not to do this and not to do that, but we never teach our guys or our boys not to do this and not to do that. Yeah, so I, I think it has a lot to do with uh, you know how we how again how we raise them in our society. We don't treat, we don't raise them the same. So there's different outcomes. And then, um, dang, I, when I find these statistics, I'll have to end up, I have to end up putting it in our description. But the statistics that I found yesterday were something like black women. Obviously, we a majority of this abuse sexually, physically, is done by males. We've already said that black males, and so that has to bring into question, like you said, how are we raising our boys? But also, it's said that black women are le- least likely to report these types of crimes than any other race of women. So we're living in these communities. And these these men, they're continuing to they're continuing to just be on loose. That's why I was, was telling you, like that that to me is oppression. You are you have been abused. 
physically, sexually, mentally, or whatever, and nothing happens, and 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 those people are allowed to to roam your community, and now you get probably get PTSD or whatever from what you've done with, dealt with, and and the the people that have done it to you they go unpunished so i think we really in the black community and in society as a whole we have to stop blaming the victims and we have to stop covering things up because that only just it helps nothing that's literally you're making things worse and yeah especially going back to the the fast tail culture it just it just shows you how much women they say, you know, they say women are appreciated, you know, queen this, queen that. Black women are the mothers. Black women are this. But do we really care about our black women? Do we really care? Because if we cared, while they were still girls, we would teach them not only keep your legs closed, uh, dress modestly, don't be fast. We would teach them self-love. It wouldn't be about crushing their spirits and stuff like that. And if something happens to them and they tell you, you do something about it immediately. You call the authorities. You do whatever you need to do. That that would happen if you really cared. That's why I'm saying I don't think I don't think people care about black women like they say they care about black women. Hmm. That's real. That's real. What, what have you seen in your white community? No one really, right? Oh, no one really cares about rape victims. Period. Um, or sexual assault victims, like ever. Yeah, I think it is worse, especially uh, with black women, because at least in white communities, we have little programs and things like that. You know, I I don't I'm not sure in black communities, but. I, from what I hear and what you have told me, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of programs, you know, that could potentially help someone who has become a rape victim. Um, yeah, no, there's there's programs, but, you know, at the end of the day, someone has still been raped and the perpetrator is still not, you know, still not taken care of. So it's not much better. Be honest. Now listen to this. It says black females are four times more likely than white females to be murdered by a boyfriend or girlfriend. In 2007, black female victims of intimate partners homicide were twice as likely than white homicide victims to be killed by a spouse. And that's why when um, I don't know if, if y'all have seen the the vice the little story Vice did on um, the black, those black women that were encouraging other black women to arm themselves. And did you see it, KT? Yeah, I watched it. With yeah, 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 yeah. So pretty much what they were doing was it's like a black liberation thing. I think it's in California. And the woman, she was like really into the black liberation movement. But while she was in the liberation movement, her boyfriend at the time was physically abusing her. And I think sexually as well. And she was like, hold on. It's supposed to be about black power. Like, what is this? You know what I'm saying? So she had to deal with all that. And eventually she got out of it. But then she was like, 
wait, there's something else to it. And that's when she kind of got into intersectional feminism or just black feminism. Because, like we say, you know, a lot of times the, the black power movement or the black liberation movement seems to forget the women. Or, you know, it, it turns into the black patriarchy movement. And it's, it's just, it's white patriarchy with the, with the black face. So she was saying, well, I, I know I have sisters that are interested in the liberation movement. You know, we're trying to liberate ourselves against white supremacies, but there's also this patriarchy. And, like, our women are being assaulted. Our black men are being assaulted by police. We're being assaulted by police. And we're also being assaulted by some black men. So we need to take arms and protect ourselves. And um, she said she got some flack from it at first, but where she's at, she they're doing pretty good. But in the comments, I was expecting people, because you know people kind of racist. I was expecting them to be like, yeah, because I guess they, you know, some people, they're like, oh, okay, well, they're going against black men. But they were like, people were like really upset that these black women were taking arms and protecting themselves, like heaven forbid. But yeah. Sometimes you got you got to do what you got to do, especially no matter what, no matter what system you're fighting against, whether it be patriarchy or sexism or racism or homophobia, whatever it is, you you got to do what you got to do to protect yourself. So I commend them, ladies. And if they could ever get on the show, that would be amazing. I think a lot of people forget that uh, when you're talking about liberation and and fighting the power and things like that, like things are intersecting. Yep. So. You know, while you're fighting white power, while you're fighting white supremacy, um, you know, there, like you just said, there's still patriarchy within that as well. And there's, you know, there's even um, cisgendered people, you know, within that oppressing LGBT people as yep. well. Like everything is intersecting. So. I think a lot of times they just kind of forget about LGBT black people and like when they're fighting the power, they're basically uh, saying white women want uh, want to be able to talk about their vaginas and yeah, want to, you know, th- that's what they want. And white women want more money when I think a lot of people confuse feminism with that, too. I think on an older episode uh Joy was talking about what she thought feminism was. Yeah. And uh, she was just bringing up, you know, things about how women don't have this and women don't have that. But, but then like a little bit longer, I'm, I'm seeing her grow because a little bit longer ago, I think it was like two weeks ago when we had an episode with her. Uh-huh. Uh, she was actually going on and in depth with how she felt about feminism, that feminism, feminism was about um you know, not just women and men. It's deeper than that. Right, I right, right. Joy growing up in there. Oh, look at little Joy, Joy. I know. I miss We're rubbing off on her. Yeah, she, she could have been on this Joy. episode. I think we should talk about rape culture a little bit. Okay, let's go. Go ahead. How do you how how do you feel like rape culture is affecting you in your day to day life? I'm trying to think of an example of something that's that's happened recently. Culture. You go first, and then I'll I'll think of something. All right. So I got quite a few things. Um, rape culture would be like music every day. Um, uh-huh. tell, telling women, you know, what was that song? It was like, uh, 
like you know you wanted what was it blurred line blurred line yeah yeah uh another one for me would be um like memes that i see where a woman is holding up you know sometimes they'll have the the thing where a woman will be handy holding up a sign i'll be talking about you know um It'll be talking about how this is rape and this is how we change it. Yeah. And then someone will go back and they'll change it and they'll like write over it. I was dressed like a whore and things like that. What? Uh, yeah. Like, have you ever seen those? Maybe uh-uh, it's just I haven't I have seen those. Them. Yeah. <clears throat> um, then other things that I see on my timeline is like people who believe girls allow themselves to be raped. Like there was this guy here in Arkansas who actually got murdered because he was raping this 14 year old girl and she stabbed him and killed him. Uh And the people who I work with were like, well, she knew better. Uh, She was probably having sex with him to begin with. What? Um, yeah, like blaming her and saying she should go to jail. Um, wow. Other things. Let's see. Oh, God, there's so much. And that reminds um, me like when they because there's a thing like whenever a celebrity, a big thing about a celebrity has been accused of raping people like Bill Cosby or something like that. The mm-hmm. first thing a lot of people do is they believe. They believe that the, the victim or the, the person that's accusing them is lying. Now, maybe they're lying to get some money, but here's my rule of thumb. If somebody is accusing somebody of raping them, I'm just going to believe them at first because I don't want to be the person that didn't believe somebody when something really happened. Now, if it comes out that they were lying, I do think there need to be punishments for it. Like, because you're lying under the oath and you could have gotten somebody in jail. I think I think there should be punishments and repercussions for lying, but I think when we when we're constantly always disbel- not believing the victim, that that causes people in your life that could be suffering from this. Like we talked about, the black women that never speak up about it. That that kind of puts something in their mind. Like, oh well, maybe I can't tell them anything. I can't tell them this that I was going to tell them because they're not going to believe me, and then they're going to be, you know, making light of it. All right, I ain't got, I ain't got mu- much else to talk about. Okay, well, I want I this is off topic yeah. because I I want to bring up some off topic that I learned, <clears throat> and this is music related. Um, Chance the Rapper, so he's been getting a lot of a lot of. Of praise and stuff, as he should. I mean, if y'all like his music, that's good, and I'm and I'm glad that he's putting independent uh, artists on the map. But I think the story is a little fudged to make it seem like he was just in his basement making making some beats and then just uploaded it to SoundCloud and boom, now he's on the Grammys. Like it's a, a Cinderella story. No, I, I, I found out a couple weeks ago that his dad actually worked for President Obama when he was a senator. And his dad is also working for the DNC. So that man has some power. And I'm sure that man pulled a lot of strings for uh, the Chance the Rapper guy to um, be able to distribute his music 
and to get some marketing and to get some some plays and stuff like that. So I just wanted to bring that out there because I was telling my when I first told my dad about Chance the Rapper, he was like, "There's no way. There's no way that this man just came from just nothing and then blew up simply with no record deal, simply from SoundCloud and the internet. There's no way." And he was right because yeah, he has clout. And but but props to Chance the Rapper. He gave a million dollars to Chicago public schools. I applaud him for that. I'm just side eyeing everybody in the industry that's using this as evidence that record companies are dead because no, because nobody else ever here that's making these little mixtapes in their bedroom have fathers that are working for the Democratic National Convention. So no. Yeah. Oh, yes, your your local retail, your your local rapper. He he is definitely on the radio, out there on SoundCloud, everything. Right. <laughs> um, I want to end this on a note. Um, on a funny and a ranty note. Tyrese, have you have you heard about what Tyrese was talking about? No, I haven't. You'll have to explain it. Do you know who Tyrese is? I want to say he is a singer. Yes, and he was in Transformers, the black guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay, I know who you're talking about then. Yeah. So pretty much he went on this really uh, (laughs) intense rant, and it's been causing a lot of controversy. I'll read it, uh, some of it real quick. Um, Long story short, he was kind of offended by some women saying men are dumb, yada, yada, yada. And so this is what he said. I just feel the need to send a message to all of these type of ladies of all races. I think dudes are just stupid. We know the eyeless extensions. We know the fake hard boobs pointing in four directions with your ribs showing in the middle. Why so much separation? We know when you got little chicken legs and it leads to an oversized fake butt. You guys are really starting to go too far with manufactured beauty. He went on and on, fake lips, fake whatever. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just sending a message. That's that's us real men see the bull and want to get one off. No one will ever take you serious like that or really make that move because you look like a manufactured clown. Some of you have convinced yourself it's okay because of how many dudes be trying to get at you. Please let me explain. You got your temp fixed. And you want to continue to track, attract men who only want a temporary fix. Shout out to Team Natural, Team Squats, Team Take Me As I Am. Because you're single doesn't mean you're lonely. Know this. H's, sluts, tramps are never without a man. You're single because you have a standard and all know right, right, your actual right. value. I had to rip out a chapter oh, of my oh. New York Times best-selling oh. book, Hashtag Menology, to let y'all know us as men are much more oh. aware and smarter than you think. If your beauty has been purchased, that's fine. Own it. Enjoy it. Just know us real ones are here to say blah, blah, blah. It was enough at the beginning. As soon as you said big lips, a little chicken leg. <laughs> That was it. Like I was through. Um. Yeah, there's no comment on that. Just no comment. No comment. We want to hear. It. They want to hear it. The folks want to hear what you got to say about it. Uh, I I didn't even. First of all, the way you were reading it was terrible. <laughs> Second of all, what he said was terrible. 
And you, like, there's so many levels to it. You can't, there's no way I can comment on everything. Um, let's start with the makeup thing. Nobody cares. Like, obviously women wear eyelash extensions. Obviously women wear makeup. And we don't do it for, we don't do it for men reasons. You know what I'm saying? Like, women don't buy $50 palettes and, uh, Fifty dollar eyelash extensions for men. Women do that for themselves, and 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 even men, you know, who do wear eyelash extensions. I'm pretty sure they're not doing that for men either. They're basically doing that for themselves. I mean, even so, if they were doing it for men, like if you don't like it, they ain't doing it for you. Like, why is what? it? Why is it messing with your head? And and the irony of it all is, like, all these folks, like, yeah, Tyrese going, you know, all them ashy dudes to smell like uh, must. They gonna be the main ones over there liking Kylie Jenner pictures, Kim Kardashian pictures, liking all them quote unquote Instagram models that they that they were just going off on. And then talking about the queen. And talking about the black queen. <laughs> like, for real. And, and that's, that's the funny. That's, that goes back to the black women not being protected and not being appreciated. Instead of saying, well, I think a lot of this has to do with, you know, us being in a uh, Eurocentric society, patriarchy, where women are brought up to to want to be pleasing and appealing to men, to have a man, to get married, to take care of them. Um, a lot of this has to do with um, plenty of stuff. You know, instead of going into that, it's just black women is this and y'all get that and y'all this and you're fake and you're ugly and you're this. And no man, no real man wants you and no real... I promise you right now. And he's like, hashtag natural beauty, hashtag. And you're not single. Just know that the be Like, dude, I bet you today, if he was single, even maybe now, even though he married, if there was some women lined up, and there was some women straight from Instagram, you know, got the bodysuits on, got their hair did, got their lashes, got their makeup done, Five of those women, and then five women with no makeup, just, you know, their hair in a ponytail with a little, you know, a, a t-shirt and some jeans and some, you know, some little shoes or something like that. I bet you 98, 99.9% of those men are going to go to the ones that's made up. Let's get all the fake stuff that they claim that they're just so against. Dudes are just so hypocritical. Oh, my goodness. And I bet there'll be women that are co-signing it, too. Oh, yeah. You you know, there's, there's some of them. There, there's some of that in every group. You got black folks co-signing with Trump support. like, And it's a shame. But Tyrese, I've never been here for for Tyrese. I actually wish Joy was here because Joy actually likes Tyrese. But no. Call her out. No, I want to hear. I want. I want to get her back on. I want to get on the show next week, and I want to hear what she has to say about it. Dudes always think they can tell. Like, why do you care? Dudes always think they can tell somebody what to do. Like, get out of my face. Anyways, we finna wrap it up. But before we wrap it up, we want to talk to you about Audible. I got me another book from Audible. 
I have a, um, I got a marketing book. And, um, I forgot what it's called. Shoot. It's, it's about, um, this guy. He works in media and he talks about how they, like, create a lot of, um, these publicity stunts and, you know, create these, uh, viral stories and stuff. Very, very interesting. Um, on Audible. You know, they have over 100,000 100, books that you can actually choose from. Uh, with this one, this is what you do. You go to the link, audibletrial.com slash talking that. You click on the link. Put in your email. You will have to put in your credit card, but this is what you do. You can cancel it right after you buy that book. You have a month, a free month trial. You can cancel it any time before that. So you go, put your credit card information in. Find what book you want to download, download it, boom, and then cancel the subscription if you don't want it. And you keep that book forever. So that's what I'm doing. I'm on my second book, though. I, I actually paid for that one because I really, I really enjoy Audible. I enjoy listening to books while I'm on the go, while I'm on my way to work, while I'm coming from work, while I'm working out. So, yeah, check it out. It's audibletrial.com slash talk it. Also, um, KT has some big news. KT has been grinding, y'all. She's been working on, like, everybody's logos. I'm so proud of her. Um, can you tell them a little bit about what you do and where they can hit you up to get some work done? Um, so I do logos. I also do multimedia things. Uh, you can see all of, well, a lot of my pieces on my Instagram, which is at queer art shit so that's q-u-e-e-r-a-r-t-s-h-i-t um and yeah my my prices are super duper cheap so i do logos i do uh your soundcloud headers I can basically do anything you need me to do. Right now, I'm working on something for um, Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts, so shout out to them. And uh, I've also done a logo for Q, a flagrant two with the Murph. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if y'all if y'all want some some logos, let me know. Noise, and uh, I'm getting my SoundCloud up, but. Obviously, I do audio engineering, and I do mixing, and I do production. I created the theme song for Talk It Out Podcast and T.O. Black. If you would like some um, jingles or some theme songs or some mixing and production work, hit me up at kgmmedia at yahoo.com. Again, thank you, everybody, for your support. If you would like to support Talk It Out Podcast, we have a PayPal at paypal.me slash talk it out hit us up over there and with the show wrapping up we want to uh, send some shout outs to some of our favorite podcasts of course i want to shout out Derek, mr al sweet we're on his I show casually and sarcastic also i want to shout out the man podcast jay and baby huey they Ooh. both have other podcasts as well so if you want to hit them up on twitter also, I want to shout out Q. He always keeps us thinking. He's doing this really cool thing on Twitter right now um, where he's asking us about black TV shows and what we think going head to head. Um, also, D Murph, as always, that dude is everywhere and yep. anywhere. Um, who else? Claw, of course. That's the Bay. 
Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts, Real and Raw Podcast. Oh, you said that. Uh, Good morning, beautiful. I also want to shout out Midnight Combos. The John Effect. Yep, the John Effect, Cajun, California. Justin Ruff. Justin Ruff, thank you. Uh, Just Jackie. Uh, Baby Boy Podcast, The Kingdom Talks. Shout out, what about your friends? The Bearded Fruit. Shooting the Sisnicks. No Sick, No Sizzle. Off the Clock Podcast, GTF. Yep, I got a podcast. Podcast Queens. Pen, uh, Penrose versus anybody. Fresco Worldwide. Uh, Pepper and the Salt Shakers. He's doing an actual March Madness bracket, but I don't watch college football, basketball like that, so I couldn't participate. Unfortunately. All right, so that's it for shoutouts. If we didn't meet you, I'm sorry, but I got to use the restroom, so Gabby's got to wrap this up. Wow, really? Anyways, also, T.O. Black, if you ain't heard about it, you better ask somebody. Uh, hit us up in the DMs if you want to learn more about T.O. Black. And, yes, thank you guys again. We got a lot of big things coming up. We got a website coming up. We got some merch coming up. You're going to love it. And we have also a lot of collaborations. Like I said, we were just on Derek's show. His other show with Keisha called Casually Sarcastic. You can hit him up at Mr. Al Sweets to find out where to listen to that. And yeah, we're just doing big things. We And we want to take y'all for the ride. Thanks again. This has been Gabby. And this is your girl KT. And this has been Talk It Out.